Welcome back to another episode of the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined again, as always, by Matt. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey. How's it going? <laughs> there was a second part to mm. the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know it. Uh-huh. Yeah, how's it going? Okay. I just spilled barbecue sauce on myself recently fun but uh hey i i had food so that's good how are you doing man oh i'm doing all right i i hadn't spilled barbecue sauce on myself in a while um so how long of a while are we talking here out of curiosity oh i want to say at least a year all right that's pretty that's pretty good track record i'm one year sauce free <laughs> that <laughs> not what that means uh how many episodes of the mandalorian were out last time we talked Ooh, last time we talked was i think only two maybe three maybe three yeah yeah okay that sounds about right and how many uh, is it now like w- uh, we just six? hit six uh, yeah. on fr- on Friday. By the time this one comes out, probably, oh, I want to say the new one comes out on Wednesday. Because mm. they want to avoid uh, oh c- right. uh, competing with themselves because the new Star Wars movie is coming out on Friday. So That makes sense. So we get the new one on Wednesday and then another one the Friday after that. So that's, and then that's it for this season. Oh wow, we're done already. Feels so fast. It does, and yet it's weird because we're used to shows. Oh, excuse me, we're used to shows coming out, and uh, like you know, we just we binge them in a weekend, and then they're done. Yeah, but this is you know, we're on episode six of eight, and. I'm like, oh my god! I can't believe there's only two episodes left. Gone by so fast. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's weird that it feels that way, but I I totally agree. Yeah, I I really liked episodes four and five. I was not super crazy about the last episode. I actually haven't seen the latest one yet. Okay. I had a busy weekend and it just slipped my mind. Only realized there's, a little while ago that I was like, oh wow, there's one I haven't seen. There's one there's one thing in it which is kind of fun, which is uh, Richard Ayoade plays a robot. Oh, cool. Or, or plays a droid, so that's that's really cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So what did you think of the 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 two newer two or three newer ones that you haven't or that you have seen that we haven't talked about yet? I thought it was super interesting. I like I I can't tell where the story's going exactly it almost just feels like it almost just feels like there is an over you know arcing plot but then the episodes that we got were almost just like little stories along the way or a little story along the way kind of yeah it, but it, I, did, it, I didn't feel like it was a bad thing i was i was enjoying it in in some ways it kind of feels like it's gone nowhere y- yeah. you know you know um yeah it does. <laughs> and especially like the episode where they uh 
uh, where he teams up with uh, the the drop or the shock trooper girl. Um, mm-hmm. Like that episode felt like like a very old school like I don't know like a episode of like Xena or something like that. You know, like <laughs> that's, such, was, that's such a good comparison. I, I I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like there's just a he comes across a village and there's monsters that are attacking them and he has to you know save them and then he does and then he moves on and then next episode he does something else and it's like <clears throat> it's kind of more like that like what i was talking about i think last time we talked where i was like i want it to feel more like old school tv unless like this new uh um sort of format that we've we've become used to which is like the the season is the event you know Mm. Uh, it, it's it's one big thing like you don't go back and rewatch an episode of stranger things yeah you start you start from the beginning of a season and you watch it front to back right yeah and that doesn't seem to be the kind of feel we're getting from the mandalorian <clears throat> no and and i think because well partially because they are releasing once a week and because they are so episodic I, i've gone back and rewatched each episode more than once and they they have a pretty good rewatchability level to them and and the way that you can like go back and rewatch old episodes of something like you know something like buffy or 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 xena or or firefly Mm, yeah like you can kind of just put on any random episode of firefly and, and enjoy it as long as you know you know you the general need, context of what's cast, going on kind of yeah yeah like once you've seen the show all the way through you can kind of just go back and watch bits and pieces here and there so yeah that's the, so cool the one thing i would want i want more of i think is more recurring cast mm yeah that's fair when we when we first when we first got the uh the uh, assassin droid voiced by Taika Waititi i was like oh man I would love this as a character in the show. Yeah. Well, and I think then, somehow I think he's coming back. Oh? Um because I know that Taika Waititi is directing the finale. Oh. Um and I'm pretty sure that that droid is going to be in that episode cuz I know that the uh the shock trooper uh character is going to come back at one point as well. Um. So. Okay, so the characters yeah. will recur. Yeah. Like once, though, you know. Oh, I, yeah, well. It would have been it would have been nice to have more of a a recurring cast that isn't just this dude who we don't ever see his face. Yeah, I mean, I did I did think that the shock trooper was going to. Like go with him. Yeah, that's what I kinda of figured too. I was like, oh maybe he's like picking up a crew, right? Like Yeah, I was a little surprised we, when it didn't we, happen, but it also still made sense, really. Yeah. Like we know he's not opposed to that because he offered um the the Nick Nolte Ugnot character in episode two, he offered him like a crew position. Oh yeah. 
That's right. All right. So we know he's not opposed to having a team. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I know they're they're doing a second season already, so we are going to be getting more of this. Sweet. That is good to know. Probably within the next year. So. Cool. Yeah. 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 I'm on board. Nice. Uh, you seen anything else cool lately? Well, I finally started watching uh, the series Fargo. Oh yeah, okay. It'd been, it's, I mean, oh. it's been a long time. I've 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 seen the first season now. And yeah. Man, that was I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've only seen the first season. I haven't uh, gone back and watched any more of that. But it because it's an anthology, you can kind of just go season by season yeah you don't, have, I you, you don't have to like you know continue on you can kind of pick it up mm-hmm. can, season one know. is a very complete story yeah a really interesting one I, I was really i was really uh invested really drew me in i i yeah i thought it was really well done i wasn't quite sure what doing like a, a tv show about fargo was gonna be like you know, or because uh, I thought like the movie is great. I love the movie, and I was like, "Well, I hope they're not just going to try and stretch out the movie into ten episodes or whatever." Because that that doesn't really seem, you know, that'd be that'd be weird. But uh, no, they kind of brought their own, mostly original, kind of take on it. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that's been one that I've been meaning to go back and and do season two and. Season three is actually the one that I'm really interested in because Ewan McGregor plays twins. Oh, what? Yeah. All right. That this sounds guy. awesome. Ewan McGregor playing twins and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it as well. And she's phenomenal in everything that she's been in. So I that's the one I'm most looking forward to. So I've, I've been contemplating just skipping season two and going straight to season three. <laughs> it kind of seems like it would be fine, really. Yeah, well, they're all their own, their own contained stories, right? I think maybe like one or two minor characters might pop in every now and then, but they're all uh, kind of their own narrative, like, like the same as like uh, uh, what's that, American Horror Story or something like that. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? You seen anything soups cool? Uh, yeah, I watched two movies that have jumped to the top of my favorite movies of the year so far. I saw Jojo Rabbit and oh. Knives Out. Two movies that I really want to see and haven't yet. Get out there and see them. I don't want to say really anything about Knives Out for fear yeah. of spo- for fear of spoiling something, but um. It is, yeah, it is probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, wow. And the acting is phenomenal. Daniel Craig Daniel Craig is really good. He, he like most... Like Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider good or, or even better? <laughs> like, even better. <laughs> even better than Tomb Raider. No, uh, wow. his accent is better in this. Oh, good. Laura. <laughs> Come on, Laura. Ugh. Give him the triangle. Yeah, no, that wasn't. 
<laughs> oh, that movie. He he does a like a Louisiana like I'm a Southern gentleman kind of, you know. Mm. Colonel Sanders, the uh, what's the what's the chicken from the I'll, I'll say. Oh, um, oh, 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 uh, fog. Foghorn Leghorn. There it is. That, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does kind of the Foghorn Leghorn voice. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, everyone, everyone's really, really good in it. Chris Evans, like, steals the show. Oh, um, man. That man is hilarious. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. I don't, I, like I said, I don't want to say too much more about it, but it's, you know, Ryan Johnson knocks it out of the park. Lovely. It's fantastic. I uh, loved every second of it. Um, and Jojo Rabbit was delightful. It's a delightful little Nazi movie. It looks f- so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a uh, yeah. It, it's it's not. It's certainly not my favorite uh, movie that Taika Waititi's done. Uh, I still think that uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and Boy are both better. But uh, but that's not saying that. It it's not. Bad, that's not saying that are. this is bad. No, that's yeah. like this is like I said, probably my second favorite movie I've seen this year. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's very very well done. It's a very delightful little movie about a boy uh, who gets corrupted by an evil regime, and it, it's a very uh. Is sort of timely in a way um, in talking about, you know, how we uh, how we relate to, um, you know, people getting indoctrinated into this, you know, into these belief systems and uh, blindly accepting what's told to them by their leaders and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, Very interesting movie. Good. Kind of, kind of what I was expecting from it, and then in another way, like not at all, <laughs> which is weird, but very funny. Oh yeah, I, I assumed. Very, very, very funny. Uh, Sam Rockwell is particularly funny. <laughs> he plays a, an alcoholic. Uh, Hitler Youth Instructor. Oh boy! Who, who got he got demoted? Um, because he he lost an eye in battle, so he could he can't fight anymore, and so then he gets demoted to leading Hitler Youth camps, and then wow. <laughs> he gets demoted again for an incident that happens at the camp near the beginning of the movie involving the the main character. <laughs> so then he's just. Yeah, the sad drunk man. Oh boy! And uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. Highly recommend if you can uh, get out somewhere to see it. I'm sure it's playing in Toronto somewhere. Oh yeah, there's lots of theaters around here. Yeah. So yeah, I had to I had to wait a bit for it to come to me. Um, but yeah, it it uh, it did make its way out here, so that was good. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, pretty stoked. 
Uh, what else? Anything else I got going on? Uh, oh, I saw. I watched Marriage Story as well on Netflix. So did I. Just like two, two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like me too, actually. Were Adam we Driver's watching good. it at the same time? Doubtful. You're three hours ahead. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was no, I was watching it at a pretty normal time. You would yeah. have been watching that movie at like two in the afternoon. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Which would have been very sad. Yeah, no. Adam Driver's going to win a fucking Oscar this year, though, man. Ugh. He, them, both of them, well, so many, there was, there was a lot of, I thought, really, really good moments of acting from multiple people in that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, both of the, the lawyers were really good. Well, all three of the lawyers actually, because there's Laura Dern and Ray Liotta, but then there's the old guy too. Yeah. Who I... Um, I forgot to look him up after because I know him from something and I just couldn't remember what. Uh, Mash, isn't he? Fuck, yes! <laughs> oh, it's fucking, yeah, it's fucking uh, Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's why he's such a distinct voice. I actually recognize his voice before Alan I recognize that it's his, that his old name? face. Yes, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. It's Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, that's, ugh, thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, oh. Yeah, that movie was incredible and beautiful and so freaking hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not a fun movie to watch, but you know, it was under two hours, so that's good. <laughs> I still haven't got around to watching The Irishman. Every time I sit, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna watch it today. I'm gonna watch it today, and then I like sit there, and it's like three and a half hour runtime, and I'm like. I'm not, no, not doing it today. Like, I got things that I have to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Mackenzie actually said earlier, like, I'm going to watch The Irishman while you're podcasting. And I was like, well, okay. And then, like, not that long after, she's like, no, nah, I want to watch something else. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be, like, a third of the way through it by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not boy. even, probably. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, I... I heard a review where someone was like, I, I checked the time at one point while I was watching The Irishman and there was an hour and 20 minutes remaining. And then I watched it for so long. And I did I check the time remaining. There was an hour and 15 minutes left. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's one of those. Huh? Oh, boy. So I don't know. I'll wait until I get like mono or the you know whooping cough or something like that and i can't go anywhere leave the house or do anything other than lie on the couch and then i'll watch it won't that be in february don't you always get sick in february usually Mm. but you know i've been like kind of sick ish since uh (sighs) when was that wedding that we were both at that was it october uh, it's yep. been a few it's been a few months <laughs> is the point october 5th there it is yeah 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 that's right oh yeah it was right before you moved yeah um yeah my my girlfriend came back from a work conference with a cold and she passed that on to me as she has wanted to do I have not fully recovered since then. I have a sneaking suspicion we've just been passing it back and forth to each other. Oh, yeah. 
constantly. I don't know if that's medically accurate or, you know. Uh, you know, colds are weird. Yeah. I would I would normally say no, but with colds, it's like, oh, maybe it just mutates in you and then it goes over to her and mutates again and comes back and your body's like... Yeah, because I've also heard like once, once you're exhibiting the symptoms, like you're not contagious anymore. I've heard that too. That sounds like bullshit, though. It does sound like know. bullshit, though, right? Like <laughs> that's when you're spewing, right? Like, yeah, I don't. Mm. But but it's also when your immune system is like killing the virus. So maybe everything you're spewing is dead. Not maybe. Well, then why why do I bother covering my mouth when I cough? I don't know. Don't maybe. Just lean over to the person next to you on the bus and just cough right into their... It's going to be know. like that episode of The Office. I'm just going to yeah. sneeze on someone's bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like that. Yeah. I'm actually in the same boat. I've had a head cold for like almost a month now. Sick, man. Yeah. Super sick, bro. Is it because the air where you are is constantly an in intolerable yep. temperature? That's correct. Yeah. Like maybe... <laughs> Almost like the landscape that you inhabit was not meant to be lived in by humans. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. my body has a hard time handling things like wheat or dryness. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I will die out here. <laughs> I, I have, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I've, I've said it many times. Our country really has like one teeny tiny pocket of like tolerable environment and that's where i live and yep. i have no plans on leaving it anytime <laughs> soon unless or it's ever like, if i can help it yeah unless it's for like slightly more south across the border or something yeah well i mean uh, no yeah fair what is it now that's oh, not worth no. it I mean, climate-wise, yes. Political climate-wise, <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, maybe much. like Hawaii. That could be fun. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. I've never been. Anyways, I've never been either, but you know, it looks lovely. Doesn't it, though? Mm. And I like doing this to people. Yeah. But, uh, I can't. Just like that. I don't know what this is. It's the, the hang loose. Yeah sign you ever seen a an iguanodon looks like that yeah doing the iguanodon hands to everybody yep <laughs> i'm all about that so i, I wonder how like many I'd people listening in, will have any idea what i'd fit in real well in hawaii i like to surf i you know yeah it's all good i went um, boogie boarding once yeah so i got i wiped out i wiped oh, out yeah. boogie boarding dude surfing is all about falling over like the first like I don't know, fifty attempts. Oh, that's a that sounds fun. That's not like fifty trips. That's like fifty waves. Oh, I've I've gone surfing a handful of times. I think I've like successfully stood up on a wave once. <laughs> Yikes! It's that <laughs> but, hard, hey? Well, that and I have a really uh, bad habit of picking the worst time of year to go surfing. <laughs> You so, do. I've definitely heard stories from you about you just going out in like some nasty weather. 
Well, yeah, like so, like uh, me and like our our friend Mike, we like to go surfing down in Washington because um, it's super cheap, and we go in the off season, and that means that there'll be like no one there, and we can get super cheap rentals because we get off season rentals, and camping right, right, is right. cheaper, and all this stuff. The, the flip side of that is we usually get uh, like Washington storm weather, mm. and and the last two times we've gone. There have been like record-breaking like wind speeds, <laughs> and like record rainfall, and there was like an entire the entire western half of the state I think lost power at one point. Like, oh my goodness! We kind of like drove down to the beach and we were looking at the waves, and it's like pouring down rain, and the waves are like twelve, fifteen feet high, and we're like, I was like, do you really want to go out in that? And he's like, no, you want to call it early? Was just. You know, catch the earlier ferry. Like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And then, like, yeah, the whole drive home, like, all the traffic lights are just, like, flashing red because there's just, like, the entire western side of the state had, like, lost power. Just And, like, also part of BC. Like, when we got back into into Canada, there was power outages up here, too. <laughs> it's just... Yikes. Real, real, uh, real bad. Yeah, perfect time, timing. Timing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of timing, mm. it's uh, Segway time. That's what time it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Matt, we, uh, the, the holiday season is upon us. Ah, yes. And anyone who knows me mm. knows that I dislike almost every aspect of this time of year. That's true. From the music playing at the mall. Children to singing. Yeah, to everyone trying to be happy constantly so much consumer shopping anyways people call me a grinch and i'm not gonna deny that i've just started owning it and so i thought you know let's do a christmas movie for the podcast do a real bad christmas movie maybe we'll do there's one with uh uh, you know uh, two dads that we talked about last month where they in america yeah, but in America they replaced the the gay dads with uh, with the hetero couple, and I was like, we could do a compare and contrast, but then that sounded horrible because we'd be watching two Hallmark movies <laughs> instead of one Hallmark movie, and it would be that, mostly exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, except one will be slightly less interesting because it won't have two dads. Yep. Yeah. So. Then I realized, well, you know what? December is about Star Wars now. It's not about Jesus anymore. So why don't we celebrate the month of December with uh, the the true meaning of the holiday season? And that is a Star Wars film. Specifically, a television film from the 80s featuring everyone's favorite characters from The Return of the Jedi... The Ewoks. On a far distant world of enchanting beauty, a family of lost travelers find shelter and friendship among the Ewoks, peaceful guardians of the forest. But the peace is shattered. An evil storm sweeps the planet Endor, threatening the Ewoks' very existence. Run fast, run! And a courageous Earth child is left orphaned, hunted by the cruel armies of an insatiable warlord. It's a breathtaking adventure that soars to extremes of heroism and treachery. 
There's no escape for you, my little one. But there is hope. A shipwrecked adventurer and his speedy sidekick join forces with the Ewoks. Their mission? Penetrate a fortress of death and rescue their friend. It's a desperate scheme that unleashes the rage of a demented tyrant. From the creator of Star Wars comes a dazzling adventure, a timeless fable of courage and conflict, of bravery, innocence, and unspeakable evil, featuring Wilfred Brimley and the visual mastery of George Lucas. Take a journey to the far reaches of your imagination. Ewoks, the battle for Endor. Coming to your family from MGM UA Home Video. May the season be with you. May the season be with you? Ah, yes. Uh, Happy non-denominational day off of work. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Merry happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I did watch a Christmas movie last night, though. I had uh, our... the annual viewing of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh. I had that yes. last night. That's so good. Attendance was not as good as it's been in previous years. I feel like maybe people don't enjoy it as much as I do. I mean, I doubt <laughs> that anyone does, except for me. <laughs> but uh. So anyways, we watched this Ewok movie. Uh, the second in the, the Ewok TV movie series. The Battle for Endor. Mm-hmm. It's it's the better of the two. I'll tell you that much. I don't I don't think I've seen the other one, but I'll I'll take your word for it. Oh no, you have. I'm pretty sure we've watched them both together at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I mean the, maybe I I thought that I had seen this one, and then I started watching it, and I was like, I don't remember any of this. And then all of a sudden, there was one scene that I was like, oh. I remember, I remember like this location. Oh, which like, one? Which I, I I remembered I remembered Noah's house. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And I was like, have I just seen this scene, or like, am I only remembering this scene for some? It was it was super weird, but. No, we nah. we watched them both. I think because we have have viewed them as part of our our. Um, we used to, we do this thing with our friends called Culture Night, where we watch bad movies and and drink fine wine. Mm. Uh, sometimes partake in like a charcuterie plate ah yes or some fine desserts of some sort yeah it kind of got less fancy as we went on it kind of be like someone would bring a bag of gummy bears and (laughs) and then we'd all be like all right fuck it dig in (laughs) like all right i guess this is the snacks (laughs) Ugh. yeah but uh yeah so culture night uh i'm pretty sure we've done both of these movies the first one let's all refresh here is the first one is uh the little girl and her brother and they have to go uh trek across endor with the ewoks to try and find her parents who have been taken um by the gorax Hmm. which is a big giant monster i'm pretty sure it's called the gorax or the gargon or the from dr seuss the Gorgonites, Gargamel. There I don't it know. is. Trojanus. Uh, a big giant, a big giant thing with giant ears, uh, and a weird chin beard. That does sound familiar. Yeah, and then they rescue the parents, and then in this one, yeah, let's all let's... of those characters are murdered in the first scene. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's let's dig into the plot for for those uh who have not seen Ewoks Battle for Endor. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like we said, this is the sequel to that one. In the first one they crash landed on the on Endor, got separated from the family and they had to go on a big trek with the help of the Ewoks to find the parents and reunite the family and it was all good. Mm-hmm. Uh and then yeah, in this one they're getting ready to go home, and then all of a sudden some monsters show up and just kill everybody. Yep. Which is great. <laughs> it's a great way to start a, a children's television special. Um, I thought so, yeah. Like there's, there's like a, there's a, a few weird. minutes. There's a few minutes in the beginning where it's like, little girl... Her little Ewok friend, and they're yeah, kind of happy. It's Wicket from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it is Wicket. But it's like it's like that's literally like by the time the credits end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, it's really just <laughs> the slight intro to the movie, and then yeah. yeah, and like all of her family members are wearing like a like a an electronic bracelet that yeah, like a like a life alert bracelet. Yeah. And like her mom it's, is dying and her light yeah. is flashing and she runs to go find her mom and sees like the Ewok village or whatever being under fire and her brother and just sees her mother lying there. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my goodness, that woman is dead. Yeah. And her brother's like got his, you know, blaster rifle and he's like, go find dad. He's like shooting, <clears throat> shooting these marauders. Yeah, and I remember as a kid, I liked this one better. I would, I would rent them from the video store uh, that was down the road. They had the VHS tapes of them. Classic. Yeah, so I would like go uh, rent them because I was like, "Whoa, there's like more Star Wars. It has more Ewoks in it. Fucking win, yeah. win Sign me for up. me." Yeah, totally right. Uh, they also had uh, VHS tapes of the of the Ewoks cartoon show. Yes. So I would watch that pretty frequently as well. Um, so yeah, I remember liking this one better uh, as a kid because it had more uh, laser gun fights in it. <laughs> Which is to say, like, two? I mean, yeah. There's a yeah. big one at the beginning, and then there's like a... When, uh, you know, they break out of the castle at the end. Yeah, This movie has a castle in it. There is a castle in... A desert on the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. Yeah. There's also an evil witch. Yeah. Well, she's a night sister, apparently. I did some Wikipedia-ing. She's supposed to be a she, night sister? She's supposed to be a night sister. With a magic ring that turns her into a crow? Is that normal? Yeah, it's the talisman of the raven, which she stole from Dathomir before she was uh, banished by her fellow night sisters. Well, none of that was in the movie. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's supposed to be a night sister. Crazy. Well, I mean that this is before this is before they made them all uh, pale white and vaguely Eastern European. Clearly, yeah. But uh, they. Uh, oh, have you have you been playing Jedi Fallen Order? 
Sorry, totally changed the subject. But oh. This is more interesting. I feel. Uh, no, I haven't started yet. I keep almost start. I keep almost starting, and then I don't know. I, I'm like, it's kind of like the same with shows, where like if I'm watching a series, I don't necessarily want to start another series while I'm still watching the other one. And I, uh, I do the yeah. same kind of thing with video games, where I'm already playing a video game, and I was like, feel hesitant to start a new one. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. I definitely. Yeah, I know that if I get really into one video game, I, I have a very hard time starting another one or then, like, going back and finishing one that I'm, like, in the middle of. Yeah, it's certain, that's the thing. It's hard games to pick you up where it. you left off with some games. Yeah. Certain games you can do it. Like, Fallout, you know, you can kind of go in and out of as you please because that's kind of... Yeah, that's true. ...how it is, right? But, yeah, story-based games, definitely. I got that for sure. Yeah. Oh, I beat it the other night, so I was hoping Oh, we could chat, but that's all right. You have to let me know. Once I've beat it, I will let you know, and we will we will goss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so, the, uh, the, the Marauders and the Witch want the, the power cells from the spaceship that her parents are working on yeah the evil dude name escapes me um king crocodile face king crocodile face is trying to find the power yeah he just keeps calling it the power because like he doesn't know he he's 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 basic and he doesn't know about spaceships (laughs) is what it seems like he's yeah well that's that was kind of interesting. So, like, the there is a whole, like, because, like, my brain immediately goes to, like, oh, how could we make this canon? <laughs> like, how could we accept this as a, as a piece of canon? Whether it deserves to be accepted as a piece of canon or not, I don't know. But, you know, so I, I was kind of going, like, okay, so, like, this guy, um, like, did this race that, like, is on Endor, and they have laser guns. Mm-hmm. But they don't have spaceships, and mm-hmm. they like they live in a castle. And I was like, man, this would be like super interesting to like explore, or maybe not. Maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, and and, and I'm super weird. But like, I'd be like, it'd be cool to like kind of explore the non uh, like spacefaring uh like like planets or 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 races. Species? Yeah, species, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, like in Star Trek, they have the Prime Directive where they're not supposed to interact with societies that haven't achieved warp, uh, warp capability yet. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, well, like this, this is kind of like one of those like pre-warp societies in a way. They're like a pre-hyperspace society in a way where they haven't, uh, you know, they don't have spaceships. They they. Uh, when they kidnap a bunch of the Ewoks and and Sindel, uh, and and the, they're they're throwing them in a wagon that's getting pulled by a little stop motion dinosaur. Yeah, those things were funny. Which actually, did you recognize them? They looked really familiar. Oh they my show, god! They show up in the first episode of The Mandalorian. That's right. That's why it looks so familiar. Yeah, because John Favreau and Dave Filoni are obsessed with working this kind of like weird 
Star Wars non-canon like back into canon slowly. That's so funny. Like they did with Life Day, and Life they mentioned, Day, yeah. you know, they kind of have designed the Mandalorian to look like Boba Fett looked in the cartoon, mm-hmm. and they gave him the same rifle and, and all that kind of stuff. The holiday special, and now, yeah, they work those those things in, and That's so, so funny. I wouldn't be surprised if you know they they work in like a grown up uh, a grown up Sindel in like five years. That'll be so funny. Showing up, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what if she shows up in the movie, like in in Rise of Skywalker? Like they're obviously going back to Endor. Oh, I guess she left. Would have been crazy if they went back to Endor to like go to the Death Star, and then like she ends up guiding them there. Like she's like some crazy Tarzan woman that's just been living with the Ewoks for her whole life. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I'd be so on board. I would, anyway, I would I would audibly gasp in the theater. Oh yeah. If she's like, my name is Cinder, I'd be like, <gasps> what the fuck? Everyone would turn to look at you and be like, who the fuck is Cinder? <laughs> like, like they made the shitty TV movie canon. They fucking did be it. Like one other person in the theater who turns around and is like, I know, man. Battle for Andor. <laughs> fucking battle for Andor, right? Oh man, I would high five that. I would get up and go high five that dude. <laughs> I'd get up like, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, dude, yes, high five, yes, and then, <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse me, sorry. Meanwhile, so much important shit has happened yeah. on screen, <laughs> but totally worth it for that moment. Totally worth it, yeah. No, um, <laughs> but they could totally do a, a, a series about what her and Wilford Brimley get up to. Oh man, see the wheels, the creative wheels are turning now. Do you need to stop and go write this stuff down, or no, no? You want me to call Lucasfilm and be like, "Hey, listen, <laughs> you know the thing that you've been trying to forget for <laughs> <laughs> for decades? Well, guess what? We're making a canon, uh, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Please leave, please leave the please, phone, please get get out of get out of our lobby." <laughs> Take a bumper sticker and get out. <laughs> no. Um, where, where did we leave off? Oh, yeah. So they're like a pre-warp society. <laughs> um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, did it make sense that there was like a, a desert and a castle on the forest moon of Endor? No. Not really. Not really. But in a way, I kind of liked it because... All these planets just have one biome. It's just yeah, a single been... it's just a single biome planet. That's and it doesn't seem to matter. Yeah, no, I know that's how Star Wars works, but like if, you know, like if if d- the star killer base is that close to a sun that it can be sucking up all its energy, then how come there's so much snow still on that planet? Like whatever. But, <laughs> It doesn't matter. There's some things that don't matter to me, like how come bombs can fall in space? I don't fucking care. Magnets? Who cares? <laughs> but like that kind of shit, for some, that's where my mind goes like, oh, really? Like, why did you have to make it a snow planet? <laughs> why couldn't it be like a really, really hot planet? Because you already put a desert planet in the first one, or in the first half of the movie, so now I need a snow planet. Whatever. I mean, it did make for some beautiful shots of lightsaber fights in the snow. For sure. Yeah. Then just don't animate the planet and the sun like that 
close <laughs> together. I don't know. It it was Yeah, it was problematic. Fair. But whatever. That the least of our concerns. But I did there was a part of me that's like, oh, it's kind of interesting actually that Endor has more than one biome. Like maybe there's just, you know, a tiny little desert field with a castle. Who built the <laughs> castle? Another good question. <laughs> That's like, its own what, movie right there. Yeah, like is Endor just this like weird like dumping ground of like lost people? Like you know, Wilford Brimley looks like he's been living there for a while. Yeah. You know, he built a whole hut out of a tree. And he's been living there with his little Sonic the Hedgehog thing. <laughs> yeah, but we, we yeah we'll 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 get to, we'll get to him. We've we've bar- okay. barely right. recapped yeah. the the plot at all. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We should keep going. So yeah, little girl Sindel, our main character, her family gets wiped out like right away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the crocodile-faced individuals. They don't have snouts though. It's more like a no. like a like a crocodile monkey. Yeah, it's like a weird lizard monkey. Yeah, an apodile. Yeah, here we That's go. That's true. Actually, they kind of look like the like the bad Planet of the Apes masks. Yes, but if they had tried to make them into like a lizard, yeah. Yep, that's a very good description. Yeah, okay. and King 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 Apodile wants the power. Um, that was like apparently vaguely mentioned to him by. A star traveler. Yeah, Wilford Brimley's buddy that yeah. he crashed there with. And so he just seeks the power, doesn't know what it is, and takes something that's glowing mm-hmm. out of Sindel's family's ship and is like, ah, the power. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure are like the fuel cells or something because then at the end of the movie when they find, or they go back to Walt Wilf, or Wilford Brimley's ship, that's what they use to like start it up. Mm-hmm. That's what... Uh, <laughs> That's what, uh, yeah, his his partner needed to power their ship when they crashed. Yeah. And Apodile just took it all out of context. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, because he, he's very primitive and he has a sword. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, they he, you know, sends the, the night sister, the witch, to kidnap... Um, Sindel and bring him uh bring her to him and he's like make make the power work <laughs> that's literally what he says yeah <laughs> and it's she's so like don't. he's like do the magic to make the power work <laughs> and she's like i don't know anything about magic this yep. is for my spaceship <laughs> yep and he's like you'll do it by the end of the day or i'm gonna kill all the ewoks Oh, because he has all the Ewoks prisoner in his castle. Yeah, he took, um, them, he took them all prisoner, but only only Sindel and Wicket could escape. Yeah, yeah. Because they were small enough to fit through the hole in the bottom of the the prisoner cart. Which was, it looked like it was, the, <clears throat> it was a big rib cage with a wooden floor. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much was. It's kind of um, cool. It's pretty cool, but also like they made a hole by just we're ripping up some boards, and they're like, "Oh, the hole isn't big enough for all of us to fit." Yeah, it kind of seemed like they could have ripped up more boards. They just ripped up some more boards, yeah. Yeah. And you could fit. Yeah. 
But the Ewoks maybe aren't, you know, problem solvers the way you and I are. Mm. Um, they just know how to make like a lot of log traps. Making a bunch of log traps. If it doesn't involve cutting some ropes and swinging two logs together to smash something, a little useless. <laughs> a little useless, but... You know, everyone has their own strengths. And, uh, yeah, so Sindel and Wicket find a weird creature that runs super fast and kind of so looks so like a weird rat thing. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to describe it. Weird yeah, rat thing. Weird rat thing that's, yeah. that's Ewok-sized. Um, but it moves like really fast and I thought the way it looked, the way they did the visuals for it running super fast was actually pretty cool. Yeah. It looked fun. Just like, just moves really quickly, like almost kind of onion skins as it moves. Yeah. They added like a bunch of blur to it, but then it pretty much it's like, well, I don't know. Cause I guess it was it. It was a puppet. Yeah. I don't know how they made it run like that. I don't think they put a guy in a suit. Hmm. But yeah, they but, find this little creature. Little creature leads them to a hut that's like messy as shit. Yeah. So they assume it's abandoned and they clean it up and make some porridge because yeah. it's a kids' and movie. Muffins. <laughs> and muffins, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Little, little, yeah. little like mini muffins. Mm-hmm. Without a muffin tray, I don't know how they did it. I'm pretty sure they were biscuits. Now that I think about it. Yeah. And yeah, Noah just biscuits. called them muffins because he doesn't know what the fuck biscuits are. Or they're like muffin tops. I think you still need a muffin tree to bake muffin tops, don't you? D- do you? Wait, when you make muffin tops, do you just rip the bottom of the muffin off and throw it away? Yeah. Of course. That's so wasteful. I thought you just kind of like piled muffin dough on a tray and then it just baked into a muffin... Top. Nope. Oh, that's my world is shattering. Hold on. <laughs> that's so wasteful. Just eat the whole muffin. What? So they find a hut and they this make is, they make muffin this. tops. And then, of Ooh. course, it's someone else's hut. It's an old man named Noah who comes in. And personally, Noah is my favorite character of the movie. Because really? he's like a gruff, grumpy old man. I'm not saying that he's the best actor because none of them are. Um, <laughs> but my, f- my favorite character of the movie is nobody. <laughs> I didn't like any of them. I think that's fair. But yeah. I thought Noah was kind of cute because he was gruff, like, what are you doing here? Get out of my house. You know, you better not come around here anymore. And he, like, kicks them out. And he's a gruff old man. He's like, I don't want nobody bothering me. And then he goes to eat yeah. the food that they made and yeah. kind of, like, like puts the muffin tops down to his little speedy rat friend and is like, mm, take as much as you want, but... You better not be giving any of those muffin tops to those beggars outside. Which, like, he was actually planting the idea in, in the little rat guy's friend because then he steals them all and he quickly runs outside. He, like, specifically turns his back so that his little rat friend can run outside and bring them food and he, like, 
looks out the window and watches him feeding them and kind of smiles a bit. And I thought, oh, that's cute. He's a he's a gruff old man with a heart of gold. Uh, yeah. So I guess yeah, he's a grouchy grouchy old fuck. Um, <laughs> but he kind of he kind of warms up to them at some point, I guess, because he like sees them making a fire and he's like, yo, you should be making that fire. You're going to burn the whole forest down. Make a fire in a fireplace and you sleep here tonight, but not tomorrow. And better be, get going after this. I don't want you, I don't want you sleeping, sleeping here. Yeah. Taking up all my space. Um, and then he doesn't really have a, uh, oh, she has a nightmare. Yeah. At one point, and then he's like, okay, all right, you can sleep in my bed, and we'll put the Ewok in there, too, and I'll just kind of sit in my chair by the window. It's a classic old man move. Sitting in the chair by the window? Just sleeping in a a wingback armchair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty classic old man, that Noah. Yeah. So, but he doesn't really have, like, a character, like... Like a, like he doesn't have that like m- like turn of turn of character moment, you know? Really, I like I guess that's it. But like, nothing really provokes it. It's like she has a nightmare, and he's like, "Oh, that's that sucks." Yeah, he feels bad for her. Yeah, and then but then the next morning he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna I'm going out, and you better clean this whole place." Yeah, if you're gonna stay here. Which I don't yeah. want you to. You're gonna do your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, fun uh, fact. Fun fact yeah. about them being with Noah. Uh, you know, she she ends up talking to him about how, like, he he tells her how he crashed here and his partner, like, went off to go find them a new part and never came back, and mm. she's like, "Do you think he's dead?" <laughs> great tact that sindel and he's like yeah i'm pretty sure uh, he's dead by now and she goes on to tell him you know my family's all dead too it's sad makes me sad to think about and he's like well you know they're not really gone right they're here in your heart and he, he asks her the question what was the last thing your father said to you and she says i'll always be with you and he says yeah Right? He'll always be with you. And I thought, you know what? That's not true. And I paused it and I rewinded it just to double check. And the last thing that her father said to her was, Run! Don't look back! Just run! Fast! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I was like, "Hmm, yep. Yeah. (laughs) I call bullshit. (laughs) Totally. He died in a panic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... He did have the magical Star Wars main character power, though, where you can be shot by a laser and still live for a little bit. Yeah, he got shot, like, in the spleen, and he just kept running. Even though you're shooting guys that are wearing armor, and they're just dying right away. (laughs) Yep. Uh, You can still live a little bit, because you're the main character. Um, Yeah, so then, at some point, they... I'm not going to lie. I kind of fast forwarded through the middle part of this movie a little bit. Hey, that's totally fair. The pacing in this movie is terrible and it gets real boring. Yeah. One, I've seen it multiple times. Two, I was kind of running out of time to watch it. 
uh, mm. t- uh, today. So I just kind of needed to skip through a lot of the, you know, them doing chores and stuff. But at some point they go to um, rescue the Ewoks. They make a decision to go rescue the Ewoks. Well, uh, what happens is, uh, like you said earlier, uh, Apodile King wants the power, but the witch doesn't know what magic to use to unlock the power of the magical power thing. And she's like, sends the witch to go kidnap Sindel because Sindel would know because the power was from her family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so Noah and Wicket and little rat thing um, go to rescue Sindel and all the Ewoks, which up until this point, they had just left to rot. Right. They were like, well, I guess they're all gone. We'll just live in this hut with this grump, grumpy old fuck. Yeah. At one pet. point, at one point, Wicket says something like, Ewoks are family. I need to go back. And then, and then he doesn't. I don't remember why. <laughs> it just, it just never happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, uh, that's right. Then, then they go, they go to rescue her. Um, and then they do, then they break into the castle, and then they break them out of the castle, and she's like, I'm sorry, your friend is dead. He's over there. He's a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And she's Which like... clearly he's been he's on that like, planet for a long time if his friend is just a skeleton by now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm guessing they were youngish men when they crashed. Yep. Um. Also, just judging by the state of, like, his ship, it's got a lot of vines growing on it. Yeah. Yeah, they basically. Oh, oh excuse you. Let me take that one again. <laughs> but yeah, so then they basically like they they get chased by the bad guys and uh, they power up the ship. Uh, Walter Walt Wilfred Wilfred Brimley has a ship and it has guns on it, and then they use the guns to shoot the bad guys. Yep, and the little rat thing and all the Ewoks know exactly how to use all that stuff. Yeah, of course. And then they uh and then they hurt uh Sindel and, and Noah just fly away. Which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Wicked is her best friend. The evil threats have been destroyed. Where the hell is Noah taking her? Why didn't she just uh, stay on Endor? Yeah. I don't know. Would have been better if she stayed on Endor. Yeah, and then showed up in the next movie because she was still on Endor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They weren't really thinking 30 years down the line. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess he probably, like, I don't know, left her at, like, a space gas station or something. <laughs> He's like, I found this girl on the planet. Just to call the cops. She, her family's dead. I didn't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> That's convincing. Whoops. Right? Or leaves her at a cantina or something like that. I don't know. Probably sells her to like a junk trader or something for drinking money. Oh, wait. You don't... Trades her for a portion? (laughs) Definitely not. Sindel is Ray. Yeah. Theories. Oh, what a good theory. Except... It's just Sindel's as good as all blonde. the other theories. <laughs> Sindel's blonde, though. So and, like, has a, really curly hair. Yeah, so that busts that myth. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So let's can we just go back to the castle for a second? Oh, please, yes. Let's. let's. Why is it there? Well, in medieval times. Oh wait, <laughs> has there ever been a castle <laughs> in Star Wars ever? Like a like a brick medieval castle? No, I don't think so. I mean, so like Jabba had like Jabba's palace. That's maybe like the closest thing to it. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then like. I mean, I'm trying to think in, like, canon. Like, certainly not in any of the movies or anything like that, but, like, maybe some, like, ancient Jedi temples and or th- things like that, you know? And Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, no, it is it is super weird. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. Like, Star Wars has always, uh, you know lived more in the in the realm of fantasy than it has in science fiction so like i'm not opposed to there being a castle and and there being like a somewhat primitive uh society that inhabits the castle and has laser guns but also has swords for some reason yeah yeah i want to know where they got those laser guns but yeah yeah I'm not. I'm not totally opposed well, to the castle either. I mean, it's en- just enough fucking people crash land on this fucking moon that <laughs> just got some laser guns from somewhere because apparently everyone's just fucking crashing here. Seems that way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. The, the castle. It intrigued me more mm. than it, it. It bothered me. You know. It didn't. Mm. It didn't bother me. So much as I was like, that's an interesting choice. Yes. To have a castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the escape from the castle had my favorite part of the whole movie. Was it when she said, I'm sorry about your dead friend. He's over there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pointed to a skeleton hanging off the wall. That was pretty fucking great. No, they escape from the castle through a zip line, and we get to see a bunch of Ewoks with their little arms holding onto a zip line and flailing their little legs as they slide down. I thought it was so funny. That was pretty good, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was so adorable. Uh, little Ewoks. They're so funny. Um, should we rate this bitch? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I I'm slightly torn. Me too. When you compare it to the other Ewok movie, mm. it's craptacular. But when you judge it just based on its own merit, <laughs> which is I'm, kind of what we're trying to do, I'm kind of leaning more towards one big pile of shit. But that being said, I have seen this multiple times. And I doubt this is the last time I'll watch it. <laughs> For some reason. You know what? I you didn't know? I didn't think it was laughably bad enough to be craptacular. Yeah. But I also feel like despite it just having like it had it had really bad acting and the pacing, oh boy, this one and a half hour movie could have been forty minutes. Um Yeah. That's but, true. The middle section, like when I think about this movie, I never think about the middle section where they're like doing chores and shit. I think about 
like the opening scene where the whole family gets murdered and that's awesome and then i think about the ending scene where they bust out of the castle and then have a a, a big old laser gun fight with the bad guys and then the ship and then he has a sword and i think he fights wilford brimley at one point with like a staff they yeah, some kind of fight yeah he's he's got uh sindel and he's got the sword and he wants that he wants the magic power and he offers a trade yeah. and noah's like puts it on the ground and he's like let the girl go and i'll fight you for it yeah and then he turns into stone yeah so there's that whole thing we mentioned about the magic ring that lets the yeah. witch turn into a raven right yeah the well, talisman he, of the raven he like took it from her at one point and locked her up but then he gives it back and she starts to turn into a raven and she flies away but then it goes back to him and he's still holding the ring somehow yeah and then he wears it around his neck he like turns her into a raven or she turns into a raven but then he like takes the ring so like maybe she can't turn back i think yeah she would need it to turn back is what i'm assuming we never see her turn back again she's just a raven and she doesn't she doesn't die she's still alive she's still out there Oh. Yeah, so I think he like traps her as a raven, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. But then, in the final moments, Wicket uses his little slingshot and hucks something right. at him, and it hits his ring, and the ring goes bananas, and he he turns to to like stone. Yeah, it looks like he that's he right. turns to stone, but also like is really smoky. So I thought maybe he was just like all burnt up, and a he breeze would carry him away. I was it was a little unclear. No one touched him. Oh yeah, that could that could be. Yeah, yeah. But I, we were led to believe that a the witch lives, and b the ring wasn't destroyed; it was still in his fist. Yeah, because he uh, dies. Well, I showed and a shot of like the glint. raven flying off, and I thought maybe like oh, the raven's gonna like snatch the ring out of his ashen fist. That's totally what I thought too. But it didn't happen. No, also, it didn't. Ashen Fist would be such a good band name. Uh, it someone down. has like a metal band, like an epic power metal band uh you can take that ashen yeah. fist Got are it. you googling it no i just wrote it down okay cool yeah Google for your later. power metal band yeah yeah nice my one and a half man it's me and my dog <laughs> do you make friends with a, a short person i don't know about <laughs> No, it's me, me on the drums, and Zelda eating her food. <laughs> it's all percussion. Nice, nice, nice. All percussion, screaming, and barking. There we go. Tight. Um. Yeah. I. Okay. I think. I think I'm gonna say. Craptacular. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I didn't, like, loathe it, you know? Like, I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's where I'm struggling, too, because, like, this, <laughs> despite the terrible pacing, terrible acting, being bored at times, I still cared what happened. I still wanted yeah. to see it end. And so it's not bad enough to give it the bad rating. It's definitely not good enough to just be a good movie. I think it makes sense to default to chalking this one up as a crack spectacular flick it's craptacular yeah yeah i agree because there's enough in like i said there's enough in there that intrigued me like what's with this castle and there's a witch who rides a horse uh (laughs) and 
uh, and I guess Endor has a little mini desert going on. That's cool. Didn't know that. Yep. I think we, we should rate to... this one craptacular for Star Wars fans. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see more planets with more than one biome. Does Naboo count? With the whole underwater city stuff going on? Oh, kind of. Yeah, actually, because they have like marshlands and then they have like plains. And then they have the city. The city. Which, yeah, okay. Maybe Naboo kind of counts. Yeah. We got one. We got one. It's like a half count, though. Okay, well. Because, we like, they're all kind of, like, within the same region, you know? Like, I feel like all of those things could exist within, like, 100 kilometers of each other. Well, they do. On Naboo. On Naboo, yeah. But, like, on Earth, too, you know? Like... Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah. I want I want a planet where, like, they land in the snowy region, and then they're like, we're going to go down south to the tropical beaches, and then then they go down south to the tropical beaches. So you want it Star Wars, but, like, in a bionicle movie. Um, sure. <laughs> Do you not get that reference? No, I get it. They okay. all have one element that they represent. Yeah, and the map is, like, evenly divided into those. Anyway. Yeah. Great movie. Should we we do the Bionicle movies? Yes. We just just figured out what we're doing next. You're welcome. (laughs) Speaking of what we're we're doing next, I had this crazy idea for doing an entire year of movies from the year 2000. Because next year is 2020. So it's the beginning of a new decade. Yeah. So we could do all movies that came out at the start of the last decade. Because 2000 was a weird time. And there were several movies that came out where they just put the number 2000 in the title. Like Dracula 2000. Godzilla 2000. There's another one I'm forgetting. (laughs) But weird time for movies. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we can get a whole year out of it, but that was an idea I had. Interesting. You know, the distant future, the year two thousand. Well, I mean, we could always start, and then in, if we stop caring, we'll just do another movie. That's true. There's also just a long list of movies that we have to do. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, think about it. Well, think about it. 1999 was a better year for movies, but I think maybe <laughs> 2000 being bad like might work in our to our advantage. Well, I mean, for yeah. this for this show, we are we do kind of wade through the muck. That's that's our job. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's an idea. We'll. Uh, I'll put it out there on Twitter. What are some of the worst movies that came out in the year 2000? We'll see what kind of responses we get. Yeah, that sounds good. And then also I'll just Google movies with 2000 in the title because there's no way any of them were good. (laughs) I would assume not, but hey, I'm excited to find out. Like I remember someone talking about um, talking to uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named, um, Harvey Weinstein. Voldemort? Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, the Voldemort of the movie industry. Yes. 
Harvey Weinstein. Uh, <laughs> Uh, around the time they were making like this was another I think it was Kevin Smith actually he was like yeah I was at you know I was in the offices talking to Harvey and I was like dude why are you making Dracula 2000 like why (laughs) why are you doing that he's like it's called Dracula 2000 and then I guess they made a bunch of money on it so it's like all right he was fucking right so (laughs) (laughs) well you just have to have a good enough title and then yeah, 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 maybe we'll do fucking, the more I think about this, the better of an idea it seems, so. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's never a bad sign, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, anyways, so that, that might be what we do next year. We'll talk about it more. Um, Either way, it will be an, an exciting year. Yeah, well, and no matter what, in January, we're going to talk about The Rise of Skywalker. Because oh, obviously, by the time by the time this comes out, we will have both seen it. Um, but we didn't want to wait that long to to get the new episode out, you yeah. know, because it's kind of late, busy season, late in the busy season, and it's just you know late near the end of the month. We want to try and get the episode out there as early as possible. I mean, it's you know we're halfway through the month right now, but try and get it out there so that people can listen to it as you know with as much time to listen to it before the next one comes out kind of thing. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Rise of Skywalker for sure. Um, we'll talk about the ending of The Mandalorian and uh, what we got for Christmas. Of course. Uh, or, sorry, non-denominational uh, day off from work. May the season be with you. Yes, and also with you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, dang it. We made it religious again. <laughs> oh, whoops. It's almost as if it's inescapable. Uh, cool. So, I'm going to do the thing I do at the end of the show now that I'm really bad at doing. I'll allow it. I think maybe maybe one of my goals for next year would be like a New Year's resolution is I'm just going to pre-record this and just slap it in at the end. Yeah, I mean, like, we could just be like, all right, that's it, that's it folks. Thanks so much. Have a good one. And then your pre-recorded end thing comes in like i wouldn't hate that yeah like the music kind of comes in and then it just me being like if you like this show you can support us on uh patreon follow us on twitter facebook instagram at retrocraftpod yeah i was doing the music yeah i know it was gonna be great and i could have just used that but then you just put the music under there right start again all right here we go we're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Oh, um, you know. Oh, for sure, bud. We got YouTubes, uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, at RetroCrapPod. You can email us, RetroCrapPod at gmail.com if you want to suggest a movie. We love uh, movies. Pe- yeah, people have suggested movies to us before. If you got a great movie that came out in the year 2000, send us an email. Let us know. Yes. And by great, we mean not great but you know if you're listening to the show i think you kind of know what we're looking for so send us an email um and and uh yeah let us know what you think of the show if you can rate and review the show on itunes that helps us a lot uh or just tell a friend if you think that they would like it uh we will be back in the new year uh with a new 
horrible, horrible movie that we watched for your entertainment. Mm. Um, uh, and until then, thanks for listening. And-